Welcome to analyzing and visualizing data, an important topic for doing data engineering. First up here, let's get into what that means. We're going to talk about factors when you're selecting analysis and visualization tools. Also talk about available AWS tools and services for data analysis and visualization. And then also talk about appropriate tools and services for analyzing and visualizing data. Okay, let's get right into factors that influence the tool selection here. If you think about some of the things that you're going to deal with, raw data is going to be one of the most important components. So if you think about that, it means ingestion, storage, processing, and analysis and visualization. And the idea is that you're going to use all this to produce some insights about the data. So let's go ahead and look at how that works. So first up, uh, a data engineer is going to need to focus on the infrastructure that the data passes through. You can think of this as a three-part framework, and you can look through the questions you need to ask and then factor in the things you need to consider when you're selecting data analysis and visualization tools. In order to build a correct pipeline, it's going to be necessary to fully understand the desired outcomes based on business needs, the characteristics of the data, and then who needs access to analyze and visualize that data. So if we think about, uh, for example, what are you going to do? We need to get into the granularity. And so the granularity is that uh, maybe everybody has access to it initially, but then uh, a finance manager would need to have a very specific type of data. And that could be a secret type of data or a you know chief financial officer has another uh, need for some of the data. So, you know, even though initially it seems like everybody should have access to all the data, uh, really you're going to need to have fine grained controls. And so when you're thinking about the grain size of the data, uh, you're going to have to use that when you're doing an analysis and visualization. So is it a detailed level or is it an aggregate level? And with a, let's say a marketing person, they're going to have something that's going to be slightly different. Maybe they want to look at demand for different channels and a chief marketing officer might be interested in similar data, but more in an aggregate level. So there are security concerns and there's also the concerns of who is the person that's asking for it. Do they want high level data or do they want the granular or detailed uh, data? So some of the things to think about would be that when you're getting into the insights of the data, a big part of it is finding patterns. So unsupervised machine learning, exploratory data analysis. These are the kinds of things that you start with. And these patterns are often a lot easier to see in a graph or a chart versus just looking at a, a table in a, in, a, in, a, in a spreadsheet. And the right visualization is gonna help you have a deeper understanding and do it much quicker. The visualizations often could be things like a KPI, like a key performance indicator. And this could be a single variable that says how well you're doing, maybe it's profit. And there's also a relationship between two variables. So whether or not a sales revenue is tied to marketing, comparisons of how different variables change over time, maybe it's month over month, and then the distribution of the data in certain clusters or groups. So let's say you're grouping customers by purchases they've made, and then the composition of the elements, for example, sales by a region. So when you think about this, it means in terms of data, it could be volume, velocity, variety, 
veracity in the value. So they call that the five V's. And if we think about those five V's as a framework, you have to think about the types of data you're dealing with and also look at the historical versus the streaming data. Look at the structured, the semi-structured, or the unstructured data. Look at things like how is the data going to be visualized? Is it going to be in a report or a dashboard? So there's a lot of different knobs you're going to turn. So if we look at things like volume and velocity together when you're making infrastructure decisions on collecting storage and processing, make sure you look at the kind of data you need to ingest and how quickly you will ingest it. The variety and veracity both relate to the data and the way that the data has been formatted and stored is also going to affect the way you analyze it. And the value is about ensuring you have the outputs from analysis and visualization and knowing who needs to interact with it and present that data visualization. In terms of the rule-based uh, fraud detection, as a good example, this would be a reactive approach and it could provide a historical reporting of fraud cases. The structured data is going to be ingested. It's going to be analyzed and reported in a predefined interval. But in contrast, uh, machine learning fraud detection could take a proactive approach and it could provide the ability to detect fraud in real time as millions of transactions go through st streamlining pipelines. And if we think about some of these things, what it really comes out down to is, is who is going to get the data and is the data going to be combined and then who's going to need access to it and then at what level. So who can access these tools? So this is really a data governance problem. And if we think about uh, the principles of cloud security, typically it is the principle of least privilege. So you always want to give a user authorization to access things on uh, you know, really a role-based uh, level. So you give them the access they need for the role, but no more than that. And so you can think about selecting tools and services to analyze and visualize data. And if you're thinking about <clears throat> securing things, it's important to really keep in mind this uh, principle of least privilege. So for example, uh, a team might not need to include roles with specific titles, uh, but someone on the team is likely going to perform the same function and a data analysis uh, could show things like you know for example I need to query the data and provide interactive ana analytics using some kind of service maybe it's Amazon Athena and then that really translates down to a domain expert and business analyst are going to ask questions and explore the data with a data analyst or data scientist to create a visualization by QuickSight. So really there's a combination of tools as well as a combination of different roles. Uh, the data engineer, the data analyst, the data scientist. So if we really um, nail this down here, we have three factors to consider when you're doing analysis and visualization. And uh, these could be things like business needs, data characteristics, and access to the data. And for uh, business needs, you have to think about the granularity and the format for data characteristics. It's the five V's. And then for access to the data, it's going to be considering the roles, the functions, uh, and then who's going to access, analyze, and visualize that data. So let's look at AWS tools and services that can help with this. So uh, one of the things that we can think about in terms of visualization and query would be Athena, QuickSight, and also Open Search Service. 
let's break that into uh, Athena section first here. So Athena is an interactive query service that lets you use standard SQL to query and analyze. Also, Athena is serverless, so you don't need to set up anything and you don't need to manage servers or warehouses. And you can use Athena to query in place and also combine the data sources. In terms of uh, thinking about how Athena would work, you could do a one-time query uh, of data that's in S3. You can also upload data from multiple sources into S3 and query it as well. And you can also use Athena to query aggregate, aggregated data sets. Uh, and Athena can also query data that's stored in S3, but you're not going to update the data. So an example would be a survey response that's stored in S3. Maybe some of the responses aren't clear and they have to be updated during the verification process with Apache Iceberg integration. You could actually update those in Athena. QuickSight also helps decision makers interact with data in a visual environment. Some of the things to consider about QuickSight is that it delivers easy to understand insights quickly. So you get this kind of automatic data visualization. Uh, and in addition, uh, for example, you could do things like analyze and visualize tweets related to a topic. This is actually part of QuickSight. You also can do things like create exotic charts like a donut chart, word cloud, a heat map, a table of sentiment, most dominant phrases associated and related tweets. So that's one of the things that is, is pretty nice about QuickSight is this ability to automatically create these data visualizations without too much work. And QuickSight is powered by ML as well. And so you can have everybody understand the data better by using ML without them actually writing any code. And it can uh, use natural language for users as well. So the user can ask a question in, in their, their language, like for example, English, and receive accurate answers with relevant visualizations to help gain insights from the data. Finally, we've got open search here. And this is a search and analytics engine and open search is a managed service that provides all the resources for a cluster and then deploys it. And it makes it easy to set up, operate and scale. So for example, a business need maybe to analyze and visualize support calls. And you could think of things like, you know, what's the subject of the call? Was it positive? Was it negative? How many managers can search or review the transcripts? And other services can actually be used to transcribe the support calls as well. So Athena provides interactive analysis using SQL while QuickSight is for dashboards and visualizations. And then with Athena, you can start querying data instantly and directly in S3. And with QuickSight, you can visualize the data into insights quickly as well and with open search service. So Athena and QuickSight are serverless and open search is a fully managed service. So some of the takeaways here are that uh, there's three different tools and services. We talked about Athena, which is used for SQL, analysis, uh, QuickSight, which is used to do data visualization and insights with uh, out writing any code. And then there's open search service, which can be used for operational analytics to visualize data that's essentially near real time. Let's talk about um, selecting tools for, uh, let's say, gaming analytics. That could be an interesting thing to discuss. Uh, and so a few of the things that 
would come into that would be business needs, data characteristics, access to the data. Also, it could be using the right services like Athena, QuickSight, OpenSearch. Uh, and so in terms of that kind of uh, persona, uh, it could be, there could be an analyst, there could be a business leader, there could be a DevOps engineer. And then if you go into a gaming pipeline, you would have maybe Kinesis Data Analytics with Lambda, you could have Data Firehose, you could have DynamoDB, you could have the Data Lake would be S3. So you've got this pipeline here, and the idea is that you're using Athena to explore and analyze player data without doing a lot of heavy lifting up front. So you're able to leverage AWS uh, really without doing extra work. You're using the native characteristics. So you're, you're building a cloud native solution, and it could give you things like the ability to analyze player statistics, look at types of weapons and ammo, maybe similar methods could be used to visualize data about the geographic location of the game's player base. Uh, all these things you can get by using these services. So QuickSight could be a good thing to use for maybe visualizing KPIs like revenue per user or revenue per paying user. Also data characteristics, combining data from multiple sources, data access, player purchase history. <clears throat> and then also with open search service, you can monitor and analyze performance in real time. So you could look at the health and performance uh, of your system, maybe do load balancing. You could look at data characteristics like streaming and telemetry data, server logs. And you could also look at um, how the data was accessed. So the access logs and performance data for the game servers. So really the, the key takeaways here are that for a gaming analytics use case, you could do things like daily batch of client usage with Athena. You could consolidate the KPIs for QuickSight. So this could be dashboards for the maybe the C-level people. And then you could do continuous health and performance monitoring with the open search service. Okay, so really to wrap things up here, we talked about some of the factors that are important for anal analyzing and visualizing on AWS. We compared some tools and services, and then we also talked about appropriate tools and services, business needs, data characteristics, and access to the data. And that's really it for data visualization. One of the best ways to really get your hands on uh, with uh, the data is to actually do labs, do experience, use QuickSight. That would be my, my recommendation. And uh, I'll talk to you soon.